Well, there's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and guess what? We now have a change of leadership at the Walt Disney Company. Chapek is out, and Iger is back in. What the heck is going on? And why do we care? Well, the reason why we should care is because what's happening at the Disney Company is a bit of a lesson in leadership. Specifically, how a style of leadership can really impact a company's bottom line and overall culture. Bob Iger was the CEO of Disney for a period of 15 years and retired a couple years ago with his replacement, Bob Chapek, taking his place. The thing with Iger is that he is a visionary. He could see the big picture and was, I would say, a long-term chess player. He was sort of the ideas guy. Apparently, he has 10 principles that he espouses as a leader and that he really tries to demonstrate on a regular basis. And they are as follows. Optimism, courage, focus, decisiveness, curiosity, fairness, thoughtfulness, authenticity, a relentless pursuit of perfection, and integrity. You all know that I'm a big fan of that book, The Leadership Challenge. It sits on my uh, shelf when I'm not using it. Well, a lot of those 10 principles sit within the five practices that Kuzis and Posner really espouse. And how does that compare to Chapek? Chapek apparently had more of an authoritarian sort of spin to him. He liked to use his referent legitimate power to exercise and show his authority amongst his employees. I'm not so sure that Chapek and Iger saw eye to eye in terms of how to lead the Disney company. I don't know these guys, obviously. I'm just some random YouTuber. But let me tell you this. As a hardcore Disney fan, and yes, I'm one of those crazy Disney adults. I don't care what political spectrum you sit on and whether you agree on what happened politically with Disney and Florida and all that's going on with their thinking around LGBTQ and all that. I don't want to hear in the comments about your thoughts on that. I really am not interested in that. I'm more interested in how these two leaders affected the bottom line of the company. Iger built the company into a multi-billion dollar company while swallowing up other media channels and plugins along the way. He oversaw Shanghai Disney's production and development. He oversaw the development of Disney Plus back before he left as CEO. Iger always remembered, though, through all of his decision making and all of the metrics and all of the dollars and cents that he would have conversations with his staff on. Based on what I'm seeing online, Iger was compared to Walt in many ways. Uh, just like Eisner, actually, in his early days, were compared to Walt because they were the ideas guys. The difference between Eisner and Iger was that Iger actually not only brought all that visionary mindset to the table, but he also had a really strong business sense. Compare this to Chapek. Chapek, Bob Chapek's probably a really nice guy in person. I don't know who he is, and I'm not judging. However, I will say this about Chapek. Under his rule, and that's what we'll call it, we saw online complaint after complaint after complaint, not just from the people going to the parks, not just from people going to on, on cruises, not about people watching the price increases on Disney+, Plus, but their staff themselves. There were rumors amongst the Disney company and family that they weren't happy with Chapek's sort of style of leadership, kind of a my way or the highway kind of leadership style. A YouTuber that I tend to enjoy watching is Chris Provo. And he mentioned the other day something that really made sense to me was that if you don't have the bigger picture of the Disney experience in mind, for, for example, going to a Disney park these days feels like you need to have a project management certification to go. Not only that, but it costs a small fortune for a family of four to go to Disney World. The issue here is that the perceived value from the clients going to the parks has has really decreased and diminished over time. And although there was this massive pent up demand for business, here's the thing, 
He implemented new measures like the Genie Plus system and the reservation system. So you'd buy a ticket and you'd show up at the park, but if you didn't have a reservation, you didn't get in and that would piss people off. And guess what happens? And Chris Provo's point here is quite valid, is if you don't have a great experience in a park or in a, on a cruise that is Disney oriented, guess what? People are going to go, eh, you know what? It was overpriced. It was overhyped. I'm done. They're not buying from Shop Disney. They're not renewing their Disney Plus uh, application. They're not buying merchandise on other sites that is Disney oriented and they're not buying into the Disney magic and ever coming back to the parks. And so where's that repeat business? Where's all of the profits for that going? So I think that Chapek really sort of missed the mark on understanding how global and systemic his leadership was impacting the various different areas of business. I'm not going to pretend for a minute that I understand what decisions were made, how they were made, why they were made. I'm not a business degree person. I'm not going to do that assessment, but I can tell you what, when it was announced that Chapek was removed or was stepping down and that Iger was returning to the role of CEO, what I find most interesting is how Twitter, Instagram, Facebook all kind of blew up with cast members hip hip hooraying the fact that Chapek had been removed. To me, that tells me loads about the leadership because when you see or want a leader to leave and when they do, you feel a sense of relief and a sense of joy that tells you that the overall culture that was being harnessed and nurtured was toxic. And to show you how devastating toxicity is, regardless of the environment and the poor conditions that poor Chapek had to kind of manage and oversee. I mean, let's be honest, managing a company through COVID is not exactly a, a walk in the park. But that said, though, his authoritarian sort of directive exercising power style of leadership obviously wasn't sitting well with the folks that also were struggling with the COVID response and being in a job, out of a job, in a job, out of a job, lots of uncertainty and lots of instability. And what they needed was compassion and empathetic leadership. And they needed transformational leadership that could look at and leverage opportunities to continue to make profits as a company while not selling the soul of the company for the mighty dollar. Iger gets this and apparently recently had stated that he felt that under Chapek's leadership that the soul of Disney was dying. That tells you how visionary he is, that he understood what Disney sells is the experience. They are feelings. They are sensations. They're memories that you're creating with your family through movies, through TV shows, through going to the parks, through watching parades. Those are the things that Iger understands will continue to bring people back to the parks We'll continue to bring people back to shop Disney online and bring people back to the shows on Disney Plus. People need their fix if they are getting that sensation and that feedback, that visceral feedback when they go to a park. So the reason why we care about this from leadership is that it is really vital that as leaders, we model the way, right? We show up and we act in a way that is in alignment with the values, not just of our values, but the shared values of the organization. And I think Chapek kind of missed the mark on that. Now, while he's a super astute businessman and will have no problems getting a job somewhere else, the reality is, is that Disney was the kind of company that required you to sort of share a bit of your soul. And although Chapek was a believer of storytelling, don't tell me, don't get me wrong on that. He's a big firm believer on storytelling. The reality is, is that you can't be a bean counter and only look at the bottom line in absence of the entire picture of the organization. Leadership is about having a holistic perspective. It's about looking at the big picture. It's about looking at all the pieces. It's like looking at an organization like a wheel and there are spokes in the wheel and every single spoke has meaning. And if you only focus on the one spoken, you forget or ignore the rest, then the wheel starts to fall apart. And that's exactly what happened to the Disney company when they saw a 40% reduction in their shareholder value of the company over the last several months. 
fact that Iger's back in and share prices went up 6% instantaneously within a day tells you that the confidence of the shareholders is up with Iger at the helm. I'm cautiously optimistic because he's only there for two years and really he's been brought in, I think, to groom someone else to become the next CEO of Disney. But I gotta tell you that I really hope that he surrounds himself with people that have really great ideas on how to save the company, but more importantly, to show the world how real leadership not only can save an organization from some implosions that are happening, but actually demonstrate how empathetic leadership and visionary and transformational leadership can have really positive impacts on an organization. As a hardcore Disney fan, I'm personally very happy to see Bob Iger back, even if it is for a period of two years so that he can mentor someone else to take his place when he really wants to retire. So the lesson here, be more like Iger and less like JPEG you want to succeed as a leader. Thanks again for watching this week's episode of On The Level Leadership. And if you're curious about the behaviors that show up for you, you can do a leadership self-assessment. There's a link down below. It's completely free. The only price is your email. I don't spam you, so it's all good. Click on that and you register for it. You'll immediately get the free leadership assessment in your inbox. And you can do this full-fledged assessment to figure out how you show up and the kinds of behaviors that are linked towards leadership and how you can rate yourself. It's a really great start in self-reflection. Want to grow as a leader? I can help you with that too. There's a link down below for that. Just book a time in my calendar and we'll have a chat to see if and how I might be able to help you out. Take care, folks. See you next time.